Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of Barca Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Kadat, and today we'll be diving into Barca Athletics 22-23 season. We'll take a look at the key moments that define the season, the players who stood out and made a difference, and how this season has shaped the future of Barca Athletic. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's relive the highs and lows the victories and losses, and the unforgettable moments of Barca Athletic's 22-23 season. But first, a quick message from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you'd never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barca now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com Barca. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
All right, everyone. The 2022-2023 season for Barca Athletic was an, a really an exciting uh, season, um, considering the extremely disappointing previous season, the 21-22 season. This year, uh, back in July, the squad welcomed former Barca defender Rafa Marquez as the manager, which to me was an inter- interesting choice, considering Barca normally has offensive-minded coaches leading their teams. So there was much anticipation on what this type of coach would mean for this team. Uh, after the dust settled, meaning new players were signed and present with the squad, you could tell Marquez's style and influence were quickly adapted with the team. Between August and September, the team came out on fire and took 21 out of 30 available points with important victories right away over Castellón, Valencia, and Real America. October and November were difficult months as Barca only took 7 out of 24 available points. Now, during this period, Barca suffered some injuries to starters and also the roster had already been undergoing changes with several Juvenil A players being juggled with their division games and additional tournaments like the UEFA Youth League. So there were players coming and going uh, and not really a set roster for that for that important period. And it certainly showed in the in the results of the team. Things started to settle down in uh, December as the team came out and had five victories, six draws, and only two losses from December through February. Now this is something that I've talked about. Uh, on the podcast throughout the spring uh, where it just seemed like something had really just started to click with the team. They Some players, um, you know, that had, had been anticipated that were going to become uh, leaders of the team were doing so. And um, ironically, uh, the, the, the games being played and the outcome of these games from Barca B was very similar to what the first team was doing. And what I mean by that is most of the games were either 1-0, 1-1 draws, 2-1 victories. Okay, And if you look at the first team's games during that period of time from December to February, they had a lot of those games too. So it was really kind of strange, right? You're seeing like everyone was trying to deal with, hey, we are like, we're not scoring a lot. We're playing a little bit more defensively. Like, what's going on? This isn't the Barca style. People had to deal with it. And again, again the same thing was happening uh, on the sec- with the second team as well. But results were coming. And I think as all Barca fans, um, I know we love that style. I know we want to see our teams play with the Barca style. But I think more importantly, victories and, and earning points uh, are more important. Uh, March brought points in all four games, 1-1, 1-0, 1-0, 2-1. Again, that same pattern, tight, close games, um, and again, mimicking what the first teams were doing. Uh, April was very similar, 2-2, two 
0-0 draw, 3-0 victory, 1-1 draw, 1-0 victory. And again, uh, they were getting points just like the first team, not playing that traditional Barca style where they're dazzling with gameplay, but instead were playing a much more defensive game, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, much more conservative style of game uh, game plan. Uh, they were definitely, you know, able to hang on to games when they had leads without having to have possession. They were be- they were able to sit back and play defense. And this was obviously something, you know, relatively new for, for Barca fans. Again, we were already dealing with this uh, on the first team, but uh, Barca B was, like again, mimicking what was going on. They would continue this play style and continue winning points, which would put them in the top five positions of their league. Um, And if you've been listening to me as I've been reporting through the spring, top five positions in the league um, are in the promotion uh, positions. The the top um, finisher, the number one team, automatically gets promoted. The next four teams go into a playoff. And remember, there are two divisions uh, for the third for the third division in Spain. There are two separate divisions, and then so what happens is in those playoffs, each of the two divisions play each other, and that determines the next uh, four teams that go up for promotion. So, Barca Athletic made the top five. So, with that being said, and with that result for the year, the year was what I consider a success, right? I mean, at, there's many different things that we want out of the Barca Athletic, Barca B team, but obviously getting into position for promotion is certainly one of them. First team up that we had uh, for the playoffs was uh, Real Madrid, and the playoffs, now these are two-legged playoffs, and uh, first match was at um, the Johan Cruyff, Study and we came out with a really nice four to two victory, and the hopes were you know super high that that Barcelona would move on, Barca B, Barca Athletic would move on to the next round of the playoffs and be just you know one match closer to to promotion for that second division. Unfortunately, we walked out of uh, Madrid with a three zero loss. Really was not a good game for Barcelona, you know, from the get-go, but more so in the second half. Madrid just really wore us down, and, you know, we were just doing everything at that at that point in time to just survive and, and you know, stop the scoring from Madrid. So, uh, obviously, a disappointing way to end the season, as every, you know, game against Madrid, you certainly want to win and you don't want to lose. But, as I mentioned... Really, an overall successful season for for Barcelona. Obviously, they didn't get promoted. They're still in the third division, but that will be back on the table uh, here for the coming next year. Uh, but more importantly, it was really interesting to see a squad that was learning to win games um, in multiple ways outside of the traditional Barca style of hanging on to the ball and possession based. You know. At times, they just weren't able to do that. You know, if you've watched any of these games, you have an understanding that these are a little bit more physical. They're a little bit more intense. You know, there's more on the line. Players, again, we're going to kind of dig into this, but players are trying to 
you know, seek attention. They're trying to make a name for themselves. And so, uh, you know, there's really, um, you know, the game styles of these games are really, you know, like I said, intense. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of physicality going on in these games. And so why I'm mentioning this, that means that Barca, you know, a lot of times does not have the option or the ability to keep possession, pass the ball back and forth and look for those scoring opportunities like we see so much with the first team. And so what this did is, and under Marquez's, you know, guidance, we, like I said, we were able to learn how to win games with different styles defensively or coming back in, you know, a lot of those games that I mentioned where we had, you know, the draws, I'd say probably about 50% of those games, we actually came back from behind. We were behind a goal and we came back or maybe we were behind two goals and we came back. And so the team, traditionally Barcelona teams have trouble coming from behind. That's just a fact with their play style. It's not, if you're a diehard Barca fan, you know that if we go down an early goal that you, it kind of takes the wind out of our sails. Well, it doesn't kind of, it really does. And that's the same for the second team and has been the same for the second team. But this year, this team really showed grit and determination and did not stop playing until that final whistle blew. So that was fantastic to see. The importance of a B team, a second team, and the goal of of Barca Athletic is not just about promotion entirely, though. It's more about testing talented players to see if they have what it takes for the first team. Okay, and that's why it's really interesting to see these this team find new ways uh, and develop that mentality of you know of doing what it takes to at least take a point out of these matches. Right? They were just learning; these players were learning to do what they needed to do, which is ultra important to me, in my opinion ultra important as they develop in their careers and as they develop their their talent. Uh, Just so you know, Barca Athletic players are usually U23s for Barcelona. Now, other teams that they play do not stick to that. But for Barcelona, since this is a B team, okay, not every team that they play against is a B team. Most of them are first teams for the clubs in Spain that they play against. But for Barcelona, as you know, it's their second team, so they usually stick them to U23s. And so a, lo- a lot of the roster or what happens with the roster for this teams is you have a lot of players that are at different points in their careers. Okay, You have some players like, we'll say, Marc Casado, who has moved up within the La Masia system in preparation to play for the first team, right? Like... There's a lot of discussion with him about making that that leap, you know. And so, um, you know, the Barca athletic team will be just a next stepping stone for them to get that pathway to the first team, right? It's a it's an opportunity to get some additional playing time against, we'll say, phys- uh, more physical opponents, older opponents, more professional opponents. And they just maybe they need that game time before they make that next step. Not all players can make that great next step like Ansu and Gavi, you know, where they just go from hooving out ah, all the way up to the first team and they just really bypass, you know, Barca Athletic. Now, coming up, we have players like the newly announced Mikhail Faye, 
who's been scouted from Croatia and, you know, they're a talented player, um, but they need to come to Barcelona and adapt to the to our style of play. They need to adapt to the city. They need to adapt to the language. So Barca B, in, Barca B at that time is a great place for that to, to take place. And then you also have players that maybe they're coming back from injury or you have players that maybe they need to work on regain, regaining their form. Maybe they've had a you know bad run of, of games, things like that. So my point is, is you're getting a roster of players that at, are at different points in their career paths for multiple reasons. And so it's always, uh, if you're a visual learner, <laughs> it's always, you know, um, I don't want to say dirty, but it's always active, right? Like there's a lot going on. You know, again, we had Juvenil A players that were playing up. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, talking about the season, uh, when when Barca didn't play well on that stretch, they had players that were off doing tournaments, off doing their league games or whatever. So the roster is always transitioning super hard to have consistency in this with this type of team. Um, but again, it has purpose. It has purpose. Look at our talent. Decide who can make it. Decide who cannot make it. And then make decisions for there. But what I want to highlight is three players, three players this season that I had really high hopes for uh, of making the next step to the first team. And first up on this list is the right winger, left winger, Estanis Pedrola. Now, he's a relatively new player to Barca. And if you listen to me, you've heard me talk about him this year. Likes the right side is his favorite, but we had talented players on the right side already. We didn't have that great a talent on the left side, so he went ahead and switched. And he did really well for transitioning to, you know, to the left side. It's not always that easy to transition from the right wing to the left wing, which we saw even with first teamers, uh, Rafinha and Dembele, they struggle even having to do that. But Estanis, to me... Uh, I put him on this list because of a few things of how he plays. One, he's fantastic on the counterattack. And as you know, watching the first team, we are not that fast on the counterattack. And we need to be. The game has changed. We need to be quicker of getting the ball up the pitch and into scoring position. And so Astonis for me is important because he has the ability to do that. He is an attacking player. Of all of Barca Athletics uh, uh, roster and even down into their into their uh, youth system, to me, he is the most aggressive attacking player they have, and so that's why for me he's a super important player. Now he scored nine goals with one assist throughout the year, and like I was talking about that counter attacking, or what I was talking about with the ability to play different styles, maybe a little bit defensively. And you combo that with his ability to counterattack with change of pace and taking players on one-on-one, he really complemented this team this year, and that's why you know he became super important. Now, I expected him to get more time with the first team this year. Left wing was a weak spot for the first team, right? We had Ansu coming off of his injury. And that okay, that's a whole a whole debate for a whole nother show of uh, you know whether or not he should have got more minutes. 
But as I mentioned, we were trying to use Rafinha. We were trying to use Dembele to cover over there. We tried to use Gavi to cover to the left wing. And I just thought, hey, you got a guy that's really, you know, kicking it off on, on Barca Athletic. Why don't we give him some time? Now, he did get time to train. He did get time to train with Xavi. And that was fantastic. But his minutes for the first team were very limited. So I expect him, my expectations are that he will get much more time this coming season. I expect him to to spend significant amounts of time with the first team and have a good amount of minutes with the first team as well, probably later in the season as we see things develop within the league and where we are. But I certainly expect... Uh, you all to hear the name Astanis Pedrola a lot more next year. And if not, this for him is probably a deciding year, right? Like if he does not meet those expectations, it's probably time to move on. Okay. And we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that at the end. My next player was on the right-hand side, Ilyas Akomic, right? Considered one of the most talented players in the in Barca's youth system. He joined back in 2007, had a little stint at another club for three years and then came back. But he's been with Barcelona for a long time throughout their youth system. Played fantastic. He was a leader of the team. Not a big scorer, but a great player on the right-hand side. Fantastic assist maker. And again... He was and has been considered the most talented player on the Barca Athletic squad. Um, he did get he did get training time with Xavi. He did not get much game time. Again, we were in a campaign to win the league, and so playing time was minimized for some of these players. But he was at a turning point in his career. Okay, so he's at 19 years old, and so he had to make a decision. Am I going to stay with Barca and continue in this pro- in this progression where my opportunities have been minimized, or am I going to go somewhere else? And he decided to not to stop negotiating to stay at Barcelona, and he and he made a free transfer move to Villarreal. Okay, I'm happy for him, right? Like he's a player that deserves to play. How Barcelona let a player like him go on a free transfer makes me shake my head you know, a lot. Like, why didn't we re-sign him uh, to a very good deal and then loan him out and see what, you know, he had to offer after a year of of playing? Because Villarreal, he's going to get a lot of time at Villarreal. I don't think he'll be a starter, potentially, maybe, but he'll actually, but he will get good, a good amount of playing time. And so this, this goes to show, again, my reason for the Barca Athletic is to make decisions on talent like this. And Barcelona did not do a good job. They did not do a good job. They did want him to stay. They did make him an offer. It wasn't a good enough offer. The progression's not there, right? Our first team's loaded on right wing. We have Dembele and Rafinha fighting for time there. We don't need any right wingers, and we're not going to need right, a right winger for many, for many years now. And so he had to make that, he had to make that decision. But again... This is where this is what this team is for, and Barcelona must do a better job. Now, my third player is the left-footed center back Chadi Riyad. I've talked a lot about him this year as well. I 
out of all the players that I've talked about so far, or the two, the other two, I expected Chadi Riyad to have the most opportunity to play with the first team this year. He is a big, physical, uh, uh, left-footed center back. As I said, he's a defender. He's noted for his leadership on the field, uh, providing assurance in both defensive and midfield areas. He's great at bringing the ball out. He has turn of pace, dominates in the air, and he's an intense, aggressive player with both with vision both in defense and attack. Sounds like somebody you want on the first team when you talk about all of the injuries that we had in the first part of the year. If you all don't remember, remember Araujo went down, Christensen went down. We our 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 center backs were depleted, and and instead of bringing up Riyadh which I thought that Chabi should have, and I think he missed an opportunity. We relied on Eric Garcia and an A.G. Marco Salonso to be in, in the middle, and we all know how well that turned out. It didn't turn out well at all. We got knocked out of the Champions League very early, uh, which was extremely disappointing. Now, I understand Chadi Rehad, he's only 20 years old. He's still a kid, but he's been in the Barca system for quite some time now. He understands the style of play. And I think that if you take a look back at players that we've brought in versus players that have made the move from our from our new system up, normally, not always, but normally players that have been in our youth system make the transition to the first team much better than players that we bring in from the outside. And so for this reason, and all the good things that I just talked about, I expected him to get that time. It was really disappointing to me. Even the local Catalonia media even started writing articles about this. Like, what's going on? Like, why isn't Chadi, you know, getting time here? Like, this was the perfect opportunity to put him in there. And even later on in the year, when we just relied on Kunde, Araujo, and Christensen, we, we didn't have any depth. So why not give him some, some minutes there? Especially when we're up 10, 11, 12 points rest some of the starters you know you you we still had a bulk of games to go and that would have been a perfect time for to put to put Chadi in there and again I know Chavi was doing the best that he could at that time but I really think that he missed an opportunity here so I have really high expectations for Chadi this year of getting ample opportunity to train with the first team and even game time because I think if you are a fan of Araujo, if you are a fan of Araujo, you will love Chadi Riyad if you've never seen him play. He reminds me a lot of Araujo, maybe not to the level of physicality, but much better with the ball. Okay, much better with the ball. And so uh, I think those are two players that would really complement each other. Like I could see those two playing as our center backs for the next 10 years and just purely dominating. Now, I know we have Christensen. There's a lot of talk about him maybe going to that uh, CDM role. So we'll have to see. Maybe that opens up opportunity for Chadi, but we'll have to see. But my expectations are that he makes an impact and has a pathway to the first team uh, starting with this coming year. Now, lastly, this was a huge transition year for Barca Athletic. 13 players, other players, had their contracts come to an end with this team. And I'm not going to name all of them. It's I'm, I want to stay a high level of why that's happening. Again, 
Some of these players were on loan. Some of these players have been with us for a while. Some of these players had only been with us for a few years and we were taking a chance on them. Like, um, you know, um, Lucas Roman from, from Argentina. Absolutely horrible signing that we signed last summer. <laughs> he had very limit, limited minutes on the field. One game I watched, he came out there and within five minutes had got a red card and one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. So it's clearly, you know, this kid did not belong here whatsoever. Um, but regardless, a couple reasons why this happened, right? We had to make decisions on these players and Barcelona made decisions on them. They, there wasn't a pathway for the first team. There probably wasn't any um, desire for other clubs to sign these players or make purchases of these players. So you just have to clear them out. Okay. The first team roster has great talent. Most of the positions are already taken by players that are young. Right. And will be with Barcelona for many years. So the pathway moving forward, like I was talking with Chadi and talking with Astonis, is very limited. Those I pinpointed those players because we have a weakness at left wing and we need depth at center back. OK, and that's why those those players are important to me. All these other players were really pretty good at. Right. Like uh, we have a lot of goalkeepers. Ter Stegen's not going anywhere. We have a ton of midfielders on the first team, so there's not pathway there. And none of these players are pure strikers uh, as we need depth on the, on the striker level. Uh, and so they're cleared out. So the first team, you know, is set for, for many years. And secondly, Barca's youth system below uh, Barca Athletic, these teams are absolutely loaded with talent, okay? The U19s, the U17s, they're loaded with talent. And you have to open up things to continue their pathway, to continue their, their, their development for the ultra-talented kids. And so, again, it's transition year. We had, to move, we had to move players out to create opportunities for these other players. Lastly, it appears that Barcelona is being more aggressive in scouting globally for what I'll call U23s, albeit it's probably more... U20s, maybe U19s, okay? Like I mentioned early, very early on in just one sentence, we had a big signing of Mikael Faye. And again, I'm not even sure if I'm saying his name correctly because I haven't really heard it in the media. Somebody, I've seen it typed, but I haven't heard anybody say it. Big, aggressive center back from, uh, uh, that we've brought in. And I think he's the first of many players of his type. It's very interesting because Barca Athletic used to have a lot of just uh, Barcelona players, a lot of players from Catalonia. But I think, and I've mentioned this other times before, they need to utilize this team uh, uh, as an uh, opportunity point for players across the globe. And here's why. If you don't know, you can't, youth players cannot come to Barcelona um, in the youth ranks uh, under U16 if they don't have a European passport. These are This goes back to the FIFA rules when players were being signed, like how Messi was signed. That can't happen anymore unless they have um, unless you're uh, 16 and older and you have a European passport. 16 and under, 15 and under, I guess you would say, they can't, they can't make that transfer unless you've moved to Barcelona and you're playing for another team uh, for... Uh, reasons that are not uh, that are not for playing for Barcelona. Like, if you're a U15 kid and your parents, have a, you know, mother or father take a job in Barcelona, 
and you go play for CD Dam or you go play for Cornea, something like that, and Barca sees you, you can transfer into their into their youth system. But they're limited. They're limited in what they can do as far as global talent. And so that's why I think Barca B is so important. We can obviously do it with the U19s, the Juvenil A team, but Barca B as well. This is uh, you know another level where they can get some additional talented players that maybe these players are getting ready for breakout seasons. Like I talked about where I think Astonis and Chadi are, uh, they're cheaper, right? So at this point in time, they have not made, they have not um, broke out on the global stage where, you know, um, the Premier League teams are looking at them. You know, the, a lot of these players, for most of us, will be relatively unknown unless you're really deep into scouting, but they're cheaper and they have a very high potential. And we want to see if we can get the opportunity to develop them either for the first team or I think that Barson needs to really utilize this opportunity for financial gain, right? If you're going to have these scouts across the globe find these highly talented players that have high potential, maybe need to be brought in and developed properly, and then you make a decision on them, there needs to be financial gain from that. We need to be able to sell players. And I know that's not been Barca's style in the past, but with where we are financially and with where the game is and with the reach that Barcelona has across the globe with their name being the biggest club in the world, it's definitely an opportunity that we need to take advantage of. Everybody, that was the 2022-2023 highlights for the Barca athletic season. I'm looking really forward to next season as you know player signings like I just mentioned are just starting to happen and we have a segment of players that I believe that this this is that deciding year for them. So it's going to be really exciting to watch these players. You know, you can find out all the details of them right here on Barca Talk podcast. I will continue as long as they'll let me uh, continue to report on these guys and bring you the up-to-date information on these players. I you know, thank you so much for listening to me. I enjoy uh, talking about these kids and, and what happens with them to you guys. Thanks again for listening. This is Troy Kadat, Forza Barca. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.